Welcome to Storytime at the Rue Bus, a weekly podcast where we talk about stories from the Bonnaroo Music and Arts Festival. I'm Charla. And I'm Daniel. How you doing, Charla? I'm doing good. How are you? I feel like I have to check in with you and everybody uh, once today just to see how everything's going in all this uh, crazy new world the past week or so. Oh, it is a new world. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm continuing to stay positive about it. it oh, for sure. has taken a few days to kind of get used to this and kind of figure out how we're going to move forward in the next couple of weeks, maybe a month or two. But now that we're starting to get through it, I feel like it's starting to make a lot more sense and I'm feeling okay about it. I think that people are starting to take it a little bit more seriously now. So I think that we're getting to a point where we can start to move forward with it. Yeah, I have seen kind of a meme crop up in the past couple of days. The sooner we take this more seriously, the sooner we can get back to music festivals and oh, ball yeah. games and things that we love. So yeah. There is a lot to talk about, so I'm going to point people first to the What Podcast, as I always do. They dropped a new episode today, the day that we're recording this on Sunday. The professional the, podcast. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, the Sunday the 22nd. They you dropped, should be listening to. Yeah, they dropped a good episode today where they talked about what this means for Bonnaroo. Uh, this means a lot for everybody and a lot of different aspects. We aren't going to talk too much about that because we made a new rule for ourselves that we're not going to speculate on these things. If you want to hear some good facts on what this means for Bonnaroo in September, I would go listen to Brad, Barry, and Russ talk about that in their latest episode. Matter of fact, just turn this off right now and go listen to them. Well, I mean, you don't have to. You can still listen to us. (laughs) We have a few things that we want to talk about uh, when it comes to Bonnaroo in September, first of all. Um, One thing I would point you to, the good people on the Bonnaroo Reddit are keeping a list of confirmations of artists that said that they will be there in September. There's only a handful so far because I'm sure that they're still figuring a lot of things out for themselves. I think a lot of people have mentioned that it's probably a safe bet that we'll probably still get the same three headliners. I think um, Tame, uh, Lizzo are probably pretty solid. A lot of people have mentioned that Tool may have some issue because like their lead singer has some kind of line thing. I'm not familiar with them, so... I will let people that know about that speak to that. Yeah, somebody um, said something about he always goes to some wine fest. I do not know like, enough about them to does know. Does <laughs> he play there, or does he just like, oh, I have to go to this wine thing? I think he owns a winery oh, or a vineyard. Owns? Okay. I, I do not know. I, I not, really don't know. I am not well-versed in someone, tour. Someone, t- someone clue us in, because I really don't know. Yeah, for real. I did see that Glass Animals have put the new date on their site, so that is a big one. I'm very like excited. Like they put it on their website? Yeah, on Glass Animals website. It actually said Manchester Farm in September. Oh, yeah. well, okay. So yeah. they're going to Manchester Farm. Okay. Yeah, but it said Manchester, United States. <laughs> I think they had to clarify that because there's a Man- Manchester yeah. in the UK where they're from. Yeah. But that was a big sigh of relief for me because I'm very excited about yes. that. So that'll be fun. I think, realistically, just be prepared for the lineup to be fairly different. I don't think it's going to be radically different, but there are going to be some names that we're going to miss, and there's probably going to be a fair amount of new names that we'll be excited about that we wouldn't have had otherwise. Well, I know we said we weren't going to speculate, but you know they when they were trying to pick out the the new date to reschedule, I'm sure the lineup played a factor in that. Oh, for sure. I mean, you know, the the amount of behind-the-scenes work that had to go into that, I mean, I'm sure that they didn't just pick that date out of thin air. I'm sure the lineup obviously played a factor in that. Well, there was a reason for all of this, I'm sure. Right, right. And it had to happen so fast. We have to really give credit to the people at AC Entertainment and both the Nashville and Knoxville offices because you've got to imagine, 
they have been thrown for a complete loop with this, and they are probably working their tails off to make this oh, work. Oh, I can only imagine. I mean, just the amount of work that would go into something like that, I can only begin to imagine. Yeah, and I'm really thankful th- to them. Obviously, this is not something that anybody would have wanted oh, or real. ever have planned for. I mean, when you put big events together or you're making some life change or whatever, you plan for like maybe big emergencies like you know, a hurricane, but never anything like this. So for them to quickly get a new date that works is nothing short of a miracle. And I know that there's a lot of uncertainties for literally everything right now, but there's a lot of uncertainties for people about the September date because, you know, it conflicts with uh, Lost Lands. And, you know, a lot of people should be back in school at that point. Mm -hmm. So that becomes a problem. I would really urge everyone to have some patience and bear with them. Because they are probably, like I said, working their tails off to really make this happen. And they probably don't have all the details to give us just yet. I'm sure that those details will come to us in the weeks to come. Because I don't know if you noticed, there's a lot going on in the world right now. And we're going to get it all figured out. It's going to be all right. So one thing that has been cool that has come out of all this nonsense in the past week or two is that a lot of artists are doing fun live streams. We've been watching a lot of them. I was watching uh, Papa Dizio. I think I just mispronounced that. But you know that band. They're a jam mm-hmm. band. They were at Bonner a couple years ago. They did a live stream earlier today, the Sunday that we recorded this. You told me that you've seen some good ones too, right? Oh, yeah. So last night, we actually watched Calliope did a, a dance party. And oh, yeah. They actually used the app Zoom, and it allowed uh, like 100 people to like uh, – go live together at one time. Yeah, that was so fun. And it was a lot of fun. There was like a DJ playing, and it was so cool. And, I mean, I know I miss Calliope. Yeah. Uh, it was it was so cool. Um, but as far as artists doing live streams and using IGTV and things like that, Miley Cyrus has actually been doing an IGTV, and she's doing it like once a day or something like that. She's actually started an IGTV show called Bright Minded. And what she's doing is really cool. She's actually been really getting out there and telling people to, telling young people especially, because that's, you know, who her audience is, who her fans are. She's telling them to really stop partying, to take it seriously. She's telling people what they can do as far as donating, as far as supporting people, uh, things like that. She's, you know, really telling them how to social distance. You know, for the girl that was, what, five years ago singing that she can't stop, won't stop. That's yeah. such a cool well, change for her. You know, I was yeah. watching it, and she she literally, she was like, I'm not one to ever say stop partying, but you need to stop partying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she literally said that. It, it, was, it was great. So she's really doing a good job. So definitely, you know, if you're a Miley fan, even if you're not a Miley fan, definitely check that out. She's really doing some awesome stuff right now. Who else have you seen that's doing some cool stream stuff? Um, so Glass Animals, uh, the lead singer, Dave, Dave, yeah. uh, he's doing some really cool, like covers on IGTV. Uh, didn't he cover like a Nirvana song? Yeah. I saw him do that yesterday. I forget which song it was. I was mostly impressed Mm -hmm. with his home studio. He had some cool purple lights and palm trees in there. Even though he's at home in the UK, it still looks like it's kind of the jungle vibe that their sound is all about. Right. Yes. It was, it was really cool. So St. Paul and the Broken Bones, the lead singer. Um, he was doing a, like a live stream on Instagram this morning and it was just, it was just him alone with his guitar. Just super cool, <laughs> super cool vibe. You know that Papa, Papa Dizio, I don't know how you say that, but Papa Dozio, however you say it, 
they were doing a stream where there was four members of the band that was streaming from four different locations, oh, cool. each playing their own instrument. I don't know how in the world they got that synced correctly, but it That's worked. That's so cool. It was super impressive, yeah. Um, so Lizzo has been doing a lot of uh, flute meditation uh, streams. Really? I missed yes, that. it's so cool. Um, I mean, it's just chill, like her with her flute. And then sometimes she'll like put it with dance music and stuff. Just really cool. Um, Lizzo is exactly who we need in these weird times. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but pretty much there's like a ton of artists out there. Uh, but not just Bonnaroo artists, but a lot of local bands have been live streaming. Yeah. And they have been putting up their Venmo links and Cash App links. Listen, your friends that, well, they should be your friends anyway, yeah. in your local area that are musicians, those are the people that are going to need help right now. You, your big bands like Glass Animals or Tame Impala, they're fine. They're going to continue to be fine. But the guy that plays your local bar every other weekend is who's going to need your support. Right. So if you see some of your local musicians in your town doing a stream, pitch in a few bucks if you can. It'll go a long way to not just you know buy them a lunch, but lift their spirits up. That's going to be a big thing. That'll be a Big, huge help to them in the next couple of weeks. Exactly, exactly. And as far as streams, um, there are some other Bonnaroo groups that are doing some fun streams like this. I think that one that you might want to tune into is the Roo Fitness Group. We actually just did a, a group workout class with them earlier this evening, where Lindsay, who we spoke to in a previous podcast, led us in kind of a, a home gym workout. That was pretty fun. Yeah, I had to tap out after the first. Uh, <laughs> he kicked our the butt. First round. Yeah. yeah. Nope. <laughs> but yeah, go find the uh, Roof Fitness Facebook group. I think Lindsay's gonna probably do that somewhat regularly. And yeah, it's a great way to stay in shape. It's probably not a good idea to go to the gym right now for obvious reasons. But he has some great ways for you to stay in shape in your room or your living room or whatever. I I totally recommend it. Um, speaking of Roof Fitness, um. Celia is a small businesswoman in the Nashville area, and we have a lot of listeners and Bonnaroo friends that are also working at small businesses. Things are going to be really weird for them in the coming weeks. If you have any way that you can support them, that would go a really long way. Like for someone who is a hairdresser like Celia is, if you want to go ahead and like pre-book like your next hair appointment right. with them, that would go a long way to support them. We have a lot of people that we know of that are you know, working in the restaurant industry or whatever, and obviously that's going to be pretty tough for a while. If there's any way that you can support your fellow Bonnaroovians or your neighbors, your family or friends, if you're fortunate enough, now is the time to radiate yeah. some positivity their way. So speaking of streams, we had a really good time this past Wednesday where we hosted the first Bonnaroo virtual camp party. We had Ryan Richardson as our DJ and we had a lot of people join in with us to come hang out with us and party. It wasn't necessarily a podcast or any kind of like presentation or whatever. It was just literally a hangout party. That was so much fun. Yeah, that was a big boost of morale for a lot of people. I'm so glad that went over well and everyone loved it. So we decided that we're going to keep that going. And we're going to do that every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. for the duration of this mess. What do you think, Charles? I really thought, I was like, oh, nobody's going to tune in for this. It's going to be lame. But no, that was like awesome, actually. Yeah. <laughs> so we asked around for you know from a lot of people that participated or want to participate, and we found that Wednesday is the best date. People want to have something to look forward to in the middle of the week, something on you know hump day or whatever. Right. And Wednesday is traditionally a big night for the Rebus anyways. That's when we yeah. hosted our big party uh, at Bonnaroo a couple of years ago and repeat played for us. 
So we're going to keep doing that. So as long as most of us are in quarantine, every Wednesday night, we're going to host that party. So basically, we're going to have as many people tune in as possible and actually join in with their video. And every Wednesday, we're going to try to get another artist to play for us, to DJ for us, or you know, play whatever they do. So this coming Wednesday, we're going to have some friends of ours from here in our hometown of Huntsville called Seeds. I love these guys. I've mentioned them here on the podcast before. Um, all of us except you, Charla, went to see them live yeah. a while back. And you messed up. You should have went. I know. Um, so I want you to look them up if you haven't already. They're really cool. If you like Cherub or Grizz, you're going to love them. So they kind of mix like kind of funky rock with a little bit of an EDM vibe. Just tune in Wednesday and you'll see. So we'll post some instructions on all of our social media about how you can join that. It's not just like, oh, you put up a stream. No, you'll be there hanging out with us and other Bonnarubians. It's a great way to stay social during all this mess while we're stuck in the house. Oh, yeah. So kind of like that party that you talked about with the Walter Productions people. Exactly. Uh, so tell me why that was cool. We saw a lot of crazy things on that. Well, it was so many people coming together from all over the world, just hanging out, virtually hanging out together. Yeah, with like costumes and lights and like all kind of like totems. You know, you can have a party and never leave your house. You know, I never thought it would come to this, where it took something like this crazy. But yeah, technology has come a long way where you can still do this. You know, like last night, we had an Instagram Live going on the Rubus page. We had that party from Walter Productions and the Calliope people going. And we were Calliope. still... Calliope. I'll never get that right. <laughs> I'm just picking at you. I don't, you know, Brad said on the podcast this morning, on the What Podcast, that it was pronounced differently. So I don't remember how he said it. But anyway, we had that going. And we had the Instagram Live going, hanging out with a lot of people. It just, man, it's sad that it took something like this to get so many people together in such a way like that. Right. It's kind of a shame that it took this to use all that cool technology. But, yeah, it, it, I'm looking at it positively. It's a good thing that even though we're all stuck in the house, we still get to hang out with people. For real. There's been a lot of uh, Bonnery friends that I've talked to more in the past week since this all went Seriously? down that I haven't talked to since, like, we were there in June, right? So, like, um, I think we're going to be talking with some of the uh, Radiate Positivity Project people in the upcoming weeks yeah. because we talked to them live last night while we were doing one of those hangouts. And, you know, you've seen their stuff all over the place. They do, like, stickers mm -hmm. that they put everywhere. Just kind of, like, following the same mantra that we do, but, like, spreading it out. So we're going to talk with them. I don't want to steal their thunder. We'll let them talk more about what they're up to. Something else I wanted to go into here today is kind of the state of this podcast. Obviously, with everything that's been going on in the past week, it's kind of thrown everybody for a loop. We had some fun plans for this that we'll still go through with. Uh, we're going to talk with, like I said, the Radiate Positivity people. We're going to talk with some of the crew that's putting on that prom out where in the woods. Oh, I've, the Bonner prom. Yeah, I've heard there's oh, still... Oh, is it the prom The prom One way or another. <laughs> so I've heard they're still planning that. That'll still happen in September. Well, yeah. Um, we were about to talk to them in one of the upcoming episodes, but then, uh, yeah, the world stopped turning for, for a week or so there. <laughs> so we'll get back to them once we get rolling up to speed. So we have six months until Bonnaroo is back in That September. just means more episodes. That means more episodes. So we're going to take kind of, uh, not really a break, but we're going to break from our regular format for a week or two while we all get our bearings and figure out what's going on. Aside from Bonnaroo being moved to September, there is a ton we don't know. And it's probably not a good idea to speculate. I want to make sure that we give the good people over at the AC office time to 
figure out what they want to do before we talk too much about it. Oh, yeah. So right now we know it'll be in September. We know that a lot of the acts are going to be there. Glass Animals has already said that they're going to be there. We're really excited to see them. Uh, that gives me more time to bug Dave to get him to come sign the bus for us. Uh, that'll be fun. We will get back to kind of a more regular show, regular programming in uh, probably a couple weeks. We're just going to take it week by week and see how things are going. And one thing that we do want to tell you guys is to take care of one another. We talked about this a little bit ago. We want you to, for better, lack of a better way of saying it, get out there and radiate positivity, like I say at the end of every episode. Oh, can I clarify on that? Yeah, sure. When I say, when we say get out there, oh, well, yeah. Someone messaged us about that. Yeah, we don't mean like, oh, go to bars and stuff, because that's not a good idea. No. I mean that more metaphorically. Someone sent us a message, so just yeah. to clarify on that. So, yeah, I'll, I'll give you one. Um, I have seen this kind of floating around as a good idea. If you've got some colored chalk, or if you can find some on Amazon that you can have delivered to you, use that and go out there and write positive messages that people will see while they're walking by or driving by. Just something like that can lift someone's spirits. This is a weird, confusing time. And just hearing positivity, seeing it from people, can go a tremendously long way in helping people out. You know, right now is the time to act like you act at Bonnaroo. Yeah, exactly. When And I mean that like in the way that, you know how when you're at Bonnaroo and everybody is super friendly to one another? You never meet a stranger. Like, you know how everybody's just like, Oh, I love your shirt. Oh, hi. Yeah. What's your name? Yeah, oh, stuff hi, like I'm that. so and so. Oh, where are you from? Oh, I'm from such and such. Like that kind of positivity and that kind of friendliness, that is how you need to act right now. In the past week, I have gone running a lot. Um, that's one way that I try to stay refit. Uh, I try to get in like around 20 miles a month or something, which I don't know if that's a lot or not, but I'm happy with it. This past week, while I've been running in our neighborhood, I've stopped and talked to people that I see all the time. Like from I've seen for years. Distance. Oh, from dozens and dozens of feet. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen them for years, but never actually talked to them. And now I'll stop and we'll be like, Hey man, how you doing? Like you found any good streaming shows to watch? You know, just checking in with them. Like everybody's good. Yeah. And it really is like I'm walking around the camps in some ways. For real. I love that that kind of positivity naturally comes about for people in weird and troubling times like this. And we have learned that on the farm. You and I have been there for years now. And a lot of our listeners and friends have been there for at least a few years. Think about how that is when you're walking around in the campground or when you come into Sinaru, when you're meeting new friends before right. or after a show. That kind of feeling, that kind of friendliness, that kind of loving, loving your neighbor is what's needed right now. It is an understatement to say that the world has turned upside down in the past week. But that's okay, because when you look at these things from a positive attitude, when you can find the good things in each day, when you can get kind of that feeling from helping a stranger out in terms of like just giving them a compliment or, you know, maybe giving them an extra bigger tip if you're able, just a lot of different things can really make a huge difference. The next month or so is going to be tough in a lot of different ways. And you can change the tide of that so easily just by radiating positivity. There's not another way to put it. Right. I mean, I can honestly say, truthfully, I have never been to a more friendlier place 
than Bonnaroo. Exactly. And mm, if I, the world was like that every day, I mean, could you imagine? Like, wow. And we can make it like that. And if you're listening to this right now, if you've made it 20 minutes into this of us rambling. Oh, no, I they turned it off. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's not another way to say it. Get out there and radiate positivity. And again, I don't mean go out into crowds of people. That's not what I mean. Get on social media. Shout at people from afar. Leave messages on signs. Find your own way of doing it. Right now, you can make a world of difference, and the world is going to need it. So, I don't know a better way to put it. Get out there and radiate positivity. Hey, they're still listening. I can't believe it. So, we decided that we would do one of these late night segments and just talk a little bit about shows that we have been watching or movies that we found while we've been stuck at home this past week. Okay, what you been watching? Well, I am finally getting around to watching season two of Westworld. Hmm. Uh, Brooklyn and Chelsea watched it last year, and for whatever reason, you and I got busy and never got around to it. But now, we got so much time on our hands, I'm getting back around to that, and I love it. Um, Season one was way more you know, Western than season two is season two, like dives headfirst into the sci-fi kind of stuff, which I like. I'm trying to catch up because season three is just coming out and I'd like to catch up to that with new episodes coming out. What about you? Anything new that you found? Okay. I have not been watching any shows. I've actually been reading. Really? What do you got? Okay. I'm reading Hillbilly Elegy by J.D. Vance. Uh, it was a really big book, popular book a couple of years ago. Uh, Ron Howard's actually making a movie about it. Um, it's basically about this guy who grew up in a similar fashion that me and Daniel did. Um, Appalachia. Yeah, mi- middle of nowhere. Yeah, middle of nowhere, Appalachia, middle class. Uh, you know, just, you know, poor middle class, et cetera, so forth. And then kind of like moved away, you know, <laughs> like a lot of us. <laughs> so give me your quick review. It looks like you're halfway through it. Oh, I'm almost finished with it. It's great. It's basically my life. Okay. I mean, like, I don't know what to say. Like, So what was the name of that again? Hillbilly Elegy. Okay. It's pretty good. Yeah, so that's something worth ordering and looking into right now. What else? You got any other recommendations for people to check out? Uh, after this, I'm going to finish Eat, Pray, Love. I started that, but I didn't get finished with it. Yeah, and now's a good time to read that. Yeah, probably. Um, I think I'll skip Stephen King's The Stand. Don't think I'll read uh, it. Yeah, not a good time for that. Not, not, a, good, not, a, not a good time. Are we going to have to like uh, find a group of Bonnaroovians and make way to Vegas or something? Uh, yeah, no. No? Okay. <laughs> um, some other stuff I've been into, let's see, there was a free Call of Duty Battle Royale game that came out this past week. Me and Brooklyn have been playing that a lot. Uh, we downloaded that on our PlayStation. It's pretty fun. It's kind of like the same thing as like Fortnite or Apex Legends, if you know those kind of video games. I've been playing one or two rounds of that a day, and, uh, Brooklyn has not been on this episode because she is back there playing some kind of SimCity game. We have been trying out the PlayStation Now service that actually is super cool. They had a seven-day trial, and I think it's only like $9 a month. You can stream like hundreds and hundreds of games, and we have been playing like a dozen different things because we don't have to download it to the hard drive. You just stream it like you do on Netflix. And right now, while we're stuck in the house... Having access to hundreds of different games that we can just play after five minutes of loading is a lot of fun. And I am also going to get you guys 
to watch a show that I caught on the plane a couple of months called Fleabag. Yes. It was a British show that is on Amazon Prime now. I can't remember if it was on the BBC or another one of those weird channels that us Americans don't know. But I don't know how to describe it except the main character. I can really picture being a Bonnaroovian because she is very much like a free spirit and tackles problems and different things extremely differently. And I'm very excited for you to see that. If you can get past the first scene, because when you watch the first scene, you're going to be like, why did you make me watch this? If you can get past the, that, it's kind of like, you remember that show Master of None with Aziz and Sorry? Yeah. The first scene was like kind of uh, at least verbally graphic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and like, but it was like, if you get past this, you're going to love the show. That's kind of how Fleabag is. So I it's think. like a female version of Master of None. It kind of is, really, mm. now that you put it that way. Oh, Master of None, that's something that I would definitely recommend. Yeah. So, oh, but yeah. here's how I'll clarify that show. You will enjoy that show if you are of mine and Charles' age demographic. If you're in your 20s, you may not get it as much. He kind of, so Aziz Ansari, the guy that was on Parks and Rec, you know Tom on that show, like, treat yourself, that guy. He is kind of a more subdued character on that show, and it's more about, like, problems that, like, a 30-something-year-old person Yeah, has. a lot of younger people have told me they don't like him. I mean, I don't get it. I mean, I think a lot of people were turned off by his character on Parks and Rec because he's kind of, like, full of swag and everything. See, I was. I was turned off by his character. Then I listened to his stand-up, and I was like, whoa! Yeah. <laughs> you know, of course, <laughs> you know, in one of his old stand-up sets, he had a bit about Bonnery, right? Yeah. Yeah, do you remember that? Please, I'm not going to recreate this. You should look it up on YouTube. But he was talking about how he, yeah, well, yeah, just look it up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to steal his joke. It, it, it was really funny. But, uh, yeah, if you like Parks and Rec, if you like him, I think you will like that show. You should check it out. I think there's two seasons on Netflix. Is there? Two? two? Yeah, two, yeah. Yeah. All right, so that's some good stuff. I think we'll do one of these every week for the next month or so while we're sitting in the house and recommend stuff that we've come across. Yeah, it'd be cool. Seems like there was another show that we watched. Oh, oh, I know the last thing I want to recommend. Borders? No. Uh, (laughs) There was a Netflix show that you and I in Brooklyn watched a couple of weeks ago before this all went down. It was called, um, what was the name of it? With the red-haired girl and everything was like retro looking and she kind of had powers. Brooklyn, what was the name of that show? Oh, yeah. It was called I'm Not Okay With This. That was so good. Yeah. Oh, but the cool thing about that show, every episode is only 20 minutes. And there was like seven episodes or something. So you can just... Yeah, it seems like the kind of thing that would have been a movie 10 years ago. I feel like it was supposed to be a movie. Yeah. Well, they... Ooh, I gotta be careful what I say because I don't want to spoil it. Yeah, no spoilers. But yeah. But... If you got time in the house, now's the time to catch up on those old Netflix shows. See, I love how every episode was just 20 minutes because you don't have to invest like your life into it. Exactly. Like some of these Netflix shows are like an hour long and I'm like, oh, I want to watch this, but I don't know if I want to invest this much time right now. There's some shows that are like an hour and a half and I'm like, I don't have time in my life. Yeah. Well, now I I do. Now. Well, now you do. (laughs) Yeah. I like that a lot of these shows are going to more of like the half hour format. And Fleabag, which I'm going to get you to watch uh, starting tonight, is like that too. They're only half hour long. Uh, Okay. All right. So those are a bunch of good recommendations for this week. If you have any for us, uh, I think we'll put out a thing on Twitter. Um, Give us your recommendations too, because we're going to be looking for some fun Netflix or Disney Plus shows to watch in the coming weeks, obviously. All right. So I think that wraps it up for this week. We'll talk to you next week, and I'll tell you again, get out there and radiate positivity. Bye. See you guys.